Hey there. Hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here with a word. You already know. And I wanted to record this word before I lay down and went to sleep. Because God was speaking to my heart. But he'd been speaking to my heart all day. <sighs> and I want to take you to Psalms. 37. Hold on, it's taking you just a minute to get there, but she get in there. Okay, let's go down to verse. Um... I'm going to read it to at the KJV. So let me switch to the KJV. And it says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And you know, a lot of times people read that and we take it selfishly. And we think that, okay, if I spend some time with the Lord, he's going to give me what I want. But that's not what that scripture means. It means as you spend time with the Lord, as you become one with him, as you commune together, as you experience intimacy with God, he begins to give you desires in your heart. And you know that they're God desires because there's, it's, it's things that you have never thought or imagined. It's like he gives you the blueprint of what he wants to do in your life. And I just wanted to come on here and tell you that. Because sometimes, you know, the Lord, he talked to me, and I be acting straight like Sarah. I be cracking up. And I be like, Lord, ain't no way. You ain't about to do that. That's smooth the devil talking to me. And I'm not about to believe it. Because it just sounds too good to believe. So I don't want to believe it because I'm afraid to get my hopes up. Have you ever felt like that? I'm afraid to get my hopes up. You ever feel like that? I want to take you to another verse. Um, oh, hold on. Hold on. Um, let's go to Revelations 21. Revelations 21, verse, let's start at verse 6. And he also said, it is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings. I will be their God and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the, mur the, the corrupt murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshippers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Now the KJV says unbelievers, right? 
And, but when you go, I mean, the NLT says unbelievers. But when you go to the KJV, it says, but the fearful and the unbelieving. Okay, so hold on, my bad. So the, the NLT says cowards. Okay, so the fearful ones. The unbelievers will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So I'm bringing that to you because when I be having my Sarah moments, it's disbelief. It's being unbelieving. It's being a coward because you're afraid to get your hopes up again. So you just laugh it off because you laugh to try to hide the the fear. You try to laugh it off like, <laughs> yeah, you're okay, Lord. But no, take take courage. Take courage in what God is telling you. Spend time with him. As you spend more time with him, he will continue to reveal to you the purpose and the plan that he has for your life. And believe him. It says in verse 7, all who are victorious will inherit all these blessings. I will be their God. And they will be my children. All who are victorious, all who keeps the faith, all who believes in Jesus' message, all who believe him and follow him boldly will inherit all the blessings, God, and be his children. They will inherit God. He's going to be your God and you're going to be his child. Keep the faith. Don't be like Sarah. Because I straight headed to the Lord. I'm straight acting like Sarah right now laughing. But you know what? I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be courageous. And I'm going to take what you said is mine. And I receive it. And that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to be the bold. He wants you to be courageous. He wants you to take heart and trust him. Lean not to your own understandings. Acknowledge God in all your ways. And he will direct your path. And I know scriptures, you can recite them, but it's like hard to really believe it sometimes. But still choose to believe it. With tears in your eyes, choose to believe it. With doubt in your mind, choose to believe it. And you know what my best advice to you is? I hear a little kid coming. Um, no, nah, I'm recording. I ain't call you. That was my daughter. I could hear her feet. <laughs> but um <clears throat> go to God and tell him how you feel. Be like, Lord, I'm feeling this away, I'm feeling that away. I need you. And he will not rebuke you. He is the best listener. That's what my daughter told me last night when she was praying. She said, Mom, God is such a good listener. And I was like, isn't he? (laughs) He is such a good listener. And at just the right time, he answers you. And sometimes it might not be right when you was talking to him. There's a lot of times where I have prayed to God and I've asked God for revelation and understanding and sometimes, child, I forgot that I asked him. And then one day he'll answer me. And I'll be like, yo, I do remember asking you that. And it was, it's at his perfect time. It's at that Kairos time that he answers you. Right? So, 
it was something else, Lord. What what else was it? I was just thinking about it, but I can't even remember. But I know the Holy Spirit going. He going. He going to bring it back. But just trust God. Like I know. I know. It sounds so much hard. So much. It's so much harder than what I'm saying. I'm telling you, just trust God. You know. But for real, just trust Him. I'm gonna take you. Because when I was acting like Sarah earlier, the Lord, <laughs> the Lord took me to Sarah, and He ministered to me in Sarah, to Sarah. Hold on, hold on. Um, Genesis eighteen. When I was in my Sarah bag, He gave me this, <laughs> and it says, "The Lord appeared again to Abraham near the oak grove belonging to Mamre." One day, Abraham was sitting at the entrance to his tent, and during the during the hottest part of the day, he looked up and noticed three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he ran to meet them and welcomed them, bowing low to the ground. My Lord, he said, if it pleases you, stop here for a while. Rest in the shade of this tree while water is brought to wash your feet. And since you've honored your servant with this visit, let me prepare some food to refresh you before you continue on your journey. All right, they said, do as you have said. So Abraham ran back to the tent and said said to Sarah, Harry, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. I just love Abraham's heart. I'm just so proud of my granddaddy Abraham because... He truly is a man after God's own heart. And just a little side note, because I just feel led to, like, just say this. Like, sis, let me tell you about a man of God. A son of God's heart is so pure in his intentions. It's so pure. And do not settle. I thank God that he never let me settle. And when I say he never let me, his child, I was ready to settle. <laughs> I was ready to settle. But now I understand why situations never worked. Because when I tell you that you cannot imagine what God has for you, you cannot imagine it. What God has for you is so much better than what you would have choose, chosen for yourself. I promise you that. I promise you. And just right here, like, look at Abraham's heart. He didn't say just get some flour. He said, get your blessed flour. He he said, let me refresh you. He was talking to the, to, um, the, 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 they, it's, he's talking to the Lord. He knows that he is having a encounter with the Lord. And he's not taking it for granted. He said, if it pleases you, stop here for a while. Rest in the shade of this tree while water is brought to wash your feet. And since you honored your servant with this visit, let me prepare some food to refresh you before you continue on your journey. Mm, Just God. Abraham's so good. But let me finish reading. When the food was ready, Abraham took some yogurt and milk. And the roasted meat, he served it to the men. As they ate, Abraham waited on them in the shade of the trees. Where is Sarah, your wife? The visitors asked. 
She's inside the tent, Abraham replied. Then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself and said, How could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Right there, the airport, right there, the airport, right there. Because it's the, remember, for years, Sarah was barren and I'm gonna say for most women having a child is like near to your heart that's something that most women want to do they want to accomplish they want to feel that and for all these years Sarah was barren she could not give her husband a heir. And even when she tried, it was Ishmael. It just wasn't right. But can you even think about how she felt giving her husband to a servant to produce a child and that servant was able to do something that she couldn't do for her husband? Can you imagine how she felt but and then to hear a promise like this, that um, this time next year you're gonna have that baby. Can you imagine? She laughed because of fear, because of disbelief, because she didn't want to get her hopes up again. She laughed. She even talked down on herself. She said, "How could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasure? Look how she think of herself." Even her husband, because she said he old too, but <laughs> she was like, I can't be, I ain't, that ain't me, I ain't built for that. That's what she was thinking, I ain't built for that, that's not about to be me. So, I know they lie. You ever do that laugh where you be like, <laughs> I know you lying. That's what, that's what Sarah was saying. Sarah was like, I know they lie, talk about I'm about to have a baby. Do he know how old I am? You know how many years I tried to have this baby and it didn't work? I, I I gave, I tried to give my husband a son, and I mean, he has one, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I guess this is the end. Just let me sit in my tent and just let me be here. That's what Sarah was thinking. But see, when she heard it, I can guarantee you, because you ever hear a promise of God and it stirs in you? But you fight it. You try to choke out the promise. You like, nah, I'm not about to believe that. Because every other time I believed it, it blew up my face. Every time I believed it, it brought me shame. Every time I believed it, I looked dumb. So I'm not about to do that. But still, that promise still there. Like, it's it's the truth. And you just fight it. And you like, nah, go somewhere. Because I don't even want to believe it. That's what Sarah was going through in that tent. Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? And this is the part where the Lord talked to me. Remember, I was like, it's nothing else. And I was like, the Lord going to remind me right here. Verse 14. And he said, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard 
for the Lord, when you delight yourself in him, when you follow the Lord, when it's just about you and him, and he's giving you the desires, the Lord says, believe that. Nothing's too hard for me. I will tell you something that seems impossible because I want you to know that I am the God that makes everything possible. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Worry about me. Focus on me. And I'll handle the rest. Then I tell you it's finished. I'm leading you to it. That's what God's saying. And it says, I'll return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. See, because we be thinking that. Our emotions are stronger than God's word. And it's not. Because what God says is going to happen is going to happen. It don't matter how hard you laugh. It don't even matter if you got that disbelief in you. Because you, at the end of the day, you know what God said is the truth. And you still got that little small hope that's within you. Right? And he said, listen, I will return about this time next year. And Sarah will have a son. <laughs> My word won't return back from to me void. It's, it's going to go and produce fruit. I said Sarah about to have a son. Sarah about to have her a son. You hear me? And it says Sarah was afraid, so she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. But the Lord said, no, you did laugh. <laughs> no, you did laugh. And just admit to God. Don't don't go back, shrink back from him in shame. Come to God and tell him, I'm having issues believe in this but i'm gonna still trust you but i'm having i'm having issues believing this and the lord will he will lead you to what he's saying just follow him and he will blow your mind okay we are walking into a season where the heavens is open and he is about to blow your mind he said he will open the floodgates of heaven do you understand me he said try him Seek his ways in all you do and watch everything he has for you succeed. Listen, we're going to go to uh, ver- chapter 21. And it says, first verse says, the Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. Listen, God is a promise keeper. Mm, he is a miracle worker. Okay, I had to say it because he is. And if he said he doing it, he's doing it. It doesn't matter. It don't matter if you think you worn out. If you think that that promise is just never going to come to pass because all you see is everything around you is barren. But the Lord said, my word is still going to come to pass. What I said is going to happen is, is the exact thing that said is going to happen. My word is not coming back void. Listen, she became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. So right then and there, when I said this happened at just, when he said this happened at just the time God had said it would, he, the Lord like opened my eyes and he said at that set time, what I said is going to happen will happen. Scripture will be fulfilled with you because my word is so. I'm not lying to you. He was like, at that time, at my set time, it will happen. 
But see, that's why you just gotta, you gotta trust God. And you just gotta be like, all right, well, I'ma just do me. And I'ma let God do him. And I'm gonna just sit at his feet. And we're gonna commune. And we're gonna be intimate together. And everything God has, excuse me, everything that God has for me is gonna happen at the set time. Because God said it would. Listen, it's a time for everything. That's in Ecclesiastes. Everything under the sun is it, it's, it's a time. Okay, we can go there in a second. And it says, And Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. And Sarah declared, God brought me laughter. That same promise that 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 you laughing at, that same promise you got disbelief in, that same promise you like that's too good to be true. That's the same. That's the same promise God gonna use you to testify. You gonna bring him glory in that because you gonna be like, listen, God brought me laughter because I remember I was sitting at home on my couch laughing at this promise. I remember sitting there listening to my sis within her beauty. thinking ain't no way this word for me and sure enough this word was for me because I had my son (laughs) God has brought me laughter that's what you're going to say all who hear about this will laugh with me who has said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age do you know how beautiful that is Sarah you know she was trying to get pregnant by Abraham for years and it just wasn't happening but it happened at God's time she gave that man a baby when he was a honey he probably thought his stuff couldn't even march no more he probably thought them his little swimmers wasn't marching no more and he got her pregnant listen she said (laughs) it still work okay it still work listen I'm telling you she was hype. She was hype. She said, I done gave my man a baby, y'all. <laughs> His old behind. I done gave him a baby. This worn out shorty right here that gave her man a baby. That's what she said. And you are going to experience that joy, okay? You will experience that same joy as Sarah, okay? So, uh, It was something else, Lord, I was thinking about. Oh, we're going to go to Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. And it says, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on us all, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I conclude there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can, and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labors for 
these are gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to t- or added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. What is happening now has happened before. And what will happen in the future has happened before. Because God makes the same things happen over and over again. So, right there. God has the full scope. And he knows your beginning to end. He knows your end from the beginning. And everything is final Right here in verse 14, it says, and I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is so people people should fear him. You ain't adding to or taking away what God got. He got a plan for you. And it will come to pass. I'm here to tell you what God promised you is so and believe it. Receive it. If you laughing, go tell God, listen, Lord, I'm laughing. Listen, leave me. <laughs> I'm laughing, but leave me. Be like that man that said, I believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Pray that prayer. Jesus, he said, Can't, he said, what do you mean if? Anything is possible if a person believes. Yo, I be praying to God, and I'm like, if, and that scripture will always come to me. What What do you mean, if? Anything is possible if a person believes. Take your if to God. Take your if to him. And allow him to lead you. Okay? I'm going to pray for you. I just want to bless you. And then... If the Holy Spirit wants to say anything else, we're going to say something. Y'all already know. Y'all know the drill. Y'all know the drill. So let's just pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for just bringing this word, Lord. I thank you for this encouraging word, Father. I pray that your child listening will bring all of their cares to you, Lord. And they will take your yoke, Jesus, and have rest. I pray that they will be still, Lord, to know that you are God, to listen to you, Father, to spend time with you and receive your desires, Father God. I'm praying, Lord, that whatever is not pleasing in your sight with this child listening, Lord, that you will begin to uproot it, Lord, and they shall repent and turn away from whatever you reveal to them, Father God. I pray that they shall become a living sacrifice, Lord, that is pleasing to you, God. I speak blessings on them, Lord. Bless their life, Father God. I pray that they will hear the promises, Lord, that you have. I pray that they will see signs, Lord, that they will see wonders, Father God. I pray that they just should be, that they will just feel your presence, Lord. Let them abide in you, Father God. I pray that they abide in you. That they see that you are all that they need, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for everything you are doing and everything you are about to do, Father. And I bless each and every one of your children's spiritual sons, their real sons, wherever you about to birth through them, Lord, to bring into this earth 
I pray that you just give them the strength, Lord, as they birth their piece of the kingdom, Father God, into this earth, Lord. And I give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And it's in your name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, while I was praying, the Lord, I thought about how I had rolled past this gas station. And the gas was $3.33. Every time I see 333, I always go to Jeremiah 33, verse 3. So I'm going to take you there. Give me a second. I got to get there. So Jeremiah 33, verse 3. And it says, ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Yes. Or if you even go up to verse 2, it says, this is what the Lord says. The Lord who made the earth, who formed and established it, whose name is the Lord. Ask me. And I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. And I'm going to leave it right there. Go and ask him and let him reveal some things to you. Okay. So I love you so, 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 so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.